I'm hurt, dog. Don't ask me if I'm all right. Hell no. What he said dominate, and we not doing it. I put my heart in this, dog. Let's go, man. You're listening to Kane Gang, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Yo, yo, what's good, what's good? It's another episode of the Kane Gang Radio Show here on Sirius XM channel 145 Slam Radio. Doing big things, things are popping, things are happening. It's your boy DC over there in the 772 is your boy Dirty Bird. What it do, what it do. What's going on, brother? How you feeling today? I'm good, man. You know, obviously there's a lot to, to talk about, a lot of things happening. Um, you know, National Signing Day is about a month away, which, you know, again, we're, we're getting into that. Like, I'm not a big, like, proponent of early signing day. I like it, but, man, I'm just I'm, – I'm so used to old school with that first Wednesday in February, ready to go, and – Obviously, there's just some big recruits out there, and we'll get into that talking about. But, man, like, national championship game last week, you know, this past week, uh, coaching moves and people moving, transfer portals going crazy, the NBA, the NHL, Kodak Black, you name it, bro. Kodak Black, you you (laughs) slid Kodak in there after that Panther game, huh? I'm just saying, man, like, you know, it's, you know, at least the way if you, you know, it was uh, face down, but they still can watch the game, you know what I mean? Uh So, like. You know, kind of when you watch it, a lot going on, bro. Hey, I love that the cop, the cops came out and said he was just, he was just being young and having fun, man. Listen, there was he nothing. That, he, he was grinding. He wasn't doing nothing. Yeah, that's it. All he did was grinding. That's part of their. That was part of that new video, man. They're shooting, shooting yeah. the video up there. Damn Gator fans. <laughs> what are you gonna do, man? You know, it's, yeah. it, so it look, is what it is. I don't, I don't remember. Did you pick Georgia in the game? I did pick Georgia in the game. Wow, we both did. Yeah, I had Georgia by. I don't even know my like on Sunday. So, preface, you know, uh, Pertle and I had opportunity to go down to the Dolphin game on Sunday and just, you know, chilled. And But during the game, like, I actually picked the Dolphins by 10 and then they went by 9, so I was pretty close there. But um, I had told him and, and the other person that I went with, you know, to the game, I'm like, George is going to win by probably, probably at least nine points. And, man, it's it was yeah. there, man. Georgia – and. So let, let's talk about the national championship game because when you watch the talent and, and you watched Georgia and you watched Alabama, you can just see how far Miami is behind them. Would you agree with that statement? I agree with it in the trenches. Yeah, bro. I think we have the skill made. position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, look, you, you don't win without the trenches. But Correct. I do think we have the skill position players to hang with those guys. But Not across I, the board universally, but – so skill players are fine, but at the same time, you, you watch the pressure. Teams. You watch the pressure that you know Jordan Davis and Wyatt and all those guys and you know Kobe Dean. Like it was just there's uh-huh. our quarterback would have had no time to throw the ball with our oh, offensive yeah. with our offensive line. Let me let me just yeah. preface with that, right? Unless you're doing quick, you know, shotgun one and get the ball out of your hands. Because if you watch Will Anderson, even from like just a different animal. It's 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 amazing, and and Dallas Turner and just different guys on both sides of the ball. Jordan Battle. I mean, it's yeah. Bro. Dallas Turner is impressive to me, man. I mean, that kid's a true freshman. Um, From St. He's yeah. I think that's. <laughs> I mean, you know the, the difference I think now. You know, Morio 
gives you the opportunity to win those recruiting battles that we've lost. Doesn't mean we're going to win all of them. There's yeah. still going to be kids that go to Bama, Georgia, Ohio State, Texas A&M. I mean, you're you're not going to get everybody. But all these names, I mean, look, everybody's got out of got out of the got out of South Florida over the past 15 recruiting cycles. Maybe not 15, maybe t- past I mean, listen, 10 you, you, but you you have kept some. Let, let me say. It. So You've kept the Duke Johnsons. You've kept the Tracy Howards. You know, again, Tracy Howard was a number one cornerback in the country. Tracy right? Howard was out of Tampa, though, wasn't he? No, I mean, he's out of Miramar. I thought he was Tampa. No, Miramar. But, I mean, again, like Deion Bush, All-American game. Like, it's, you know, you had local talent because their dream was to play at Miami. So, it didn't right. really matter how bad the school was or how bad the program was. They wanted James to play. Williams, James Williams and Leonard Taylor are the, the recent examples there. 100%, right? There, there yeah. just comes a point where you just want to play for the school, right? It doesn't matter who the coaches is, how, how bad the program is. You get your heart set. your city. You know, 100%, man. So yeah. so anyway, there's, there's a lot. But, you know, I, I was just thoroughly impressed on how Georgia handled the pressure. Because, you know, think about this. You go down, right off the rip, you think that they score a touchdown, right? You just – Okay, wow, there's a turnover. Scoop and score at that. Scoop and score. That's what I'm saying. Like, now you're up 7 nothing. Then they review it. Oh, no, his hand was moving forward, which, you know, you know, kind of fast forward to the fourth quarter, and yet you're not giving Stetson Bennett that same call. You know what I mean? So, ACC I mean, officiating, bro. Bro, how bad? <laughs> how bad were they? But so going back to Georgia, you, you end up you end up going down 3 nothing. Six to three, nine to three, and I think the whole game changed based on uh, and a bad throw. And let me say this: things happen in football, right? We would agree, bad things happen in football. Yeah, but you throw the ball behind Jamison Williams. He has to kind of do a pirouette, get his feet back established. Because if you hit him in stride, my man houses it. But he has to kind of spin. Catch the ball behind him, makes a great catch, finally turns around, and he blows his knee out, right? Yeah. That game completely changed because besides – listen, you lost Menchie. Okay, you had Jamison Williams there. Now you lost Jamison Williams. And listen, Aggie Hall, uh, Slade Bolden, you know, Ja'Cory Brooks, all those guys are going to be, be – you know, they're going to get better as they progress – but they lost pretty much their whole offense because I don't think that they – I didn't think that they were going to run. And if you remember back at the SEC championship game, they didn't beat Georgia on the running game. They just aired it out and, and took advantage of the secondary. So where now Georgia said, well, now you just lost Jamison. I'm going to put seven in the box, eight in the box, yeah. and now you have to beat me in the air. So unpopular opinion, and I'm sure a lot of people are going to disagree with me on this, but I don't care. I think Jamison Williams was the best wide receiver in the country this year. Like Listen, what, don't tell what me he Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, no, no way. No, Jamison no. Williams, hands down. You agree with me on that? 100%. Yeah. Who, you know who what else I, do you put in there? You know, so I, I started watching him after after he torched us in Atlanta. I'm like, man, this guy's the truth. And then I kept an eye on him the rest of the season, man. And, and I saw torching. nobody. How about 99-yard pass against DJ Ivy? Yeah. Like, bro, we don't, we, don't, we don't score. Remember, we want to hurry up Derek King on a quick snap. To try to punch it in against Alabama, that didn't yeah. work. Next play, they go 99 yards on us. And then when you watch him catch the ball over the middle, you had DJ Ivy trailing him, which DJ Ivy is not a slow guy. And then no. you have Gervin Hall trying to chase him down on an angle, completely smoked. Yeah. Smoked. 
And he did that to everybody this year, yes. though, man. That guy, that guy, I'm telling you, and, and he's gonna he's gonna be amazing in the NFL too, man. And, and unfortunately, someone going from probably first round four four to no, well, four to seven pick overall mm-hmm. now probably goes late first round. Because you got to remember, ACL is probably minimum eight to nine months. No pro yeah. day, no combine, and probably not the start of even the, the beginning of the season before you're ready to go. So imagine, you know, that happens to you, right? And obviously, you know, you cost yourself some money in that first contract. But what happens if you go to a better situation, right? You go to a New England or you go to, you know, one of these 100%. programs like Pittsburgh, right? Like you end up well, slipping to one of these programs. Who's going to throw you the ball in Pittsburgh? Though? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. They, they, they've Dude, done all told. right. Yeah, well, yeah. Ben's gone after this year, so that, that's yeah. the issue, you know. But but yeah. I agree. Like, so I was talking to an individual um, on Sunday, and, you know, we were talking about drafts and stuff like that, and I had asked him because this individual was drafted, um, I think, 23rd overall. And I said, how did that make you feel? He's like, I went to a great situation. I was happy to fall. He goes, yeah, it cost me a little bit of money up front. He goes, but I made more of my money on the on the back second half of my contracts he goes, that's where your money's at. Once you get past that rookie contract, that's where your money is. He goes, so, you know, you lose a little bit of signing bonus and things like that. But he goes, I couldn't ask to go into a better situation. So Yeah, 100%, man. It's, you know, that's the thing. Like, it, it's all about the situation that you go into, right? Like, I don't care where you go, right? Like, I mean, everybody wants to get drafted high and get paid. But more than getting paid early, like, you should go to the right situation so you can go in and establish yourself and, you know, make a name for yourself and build your value for the long term, man. You know, I'm, I'm 100% think that, man. So you let know? me ask you this, Bert. Let's go back to the last couple of years. Yep. There's only been a, there's only been a couple people, per se, that have done well. Kyler Murray going to Arizona, I think he's going to establish himself as a pretty good quarterback. But then oh, you yeah. look at guys, yeah, but then you look at yeah. guys like Baker Mayfield. Horrible situation in Cleveland. Like, you're trash. Like, like I think you can be a good player, and, and you can just go across the board, you know, for the first. Like, look at all the people that go to Detroit. I'm just throwing names. Just throwing a team out, right? It's Detroit. You can Now you can look at Cincinnati. Like, they got Burrow. They got Jamar Chase. They're building something there, right? They're scary. They are. But there, there's always those teams – that are always lingering in the top eight, nine picks that always get the studs of the studs. And yet they do nothing with them. Nothing. Yep. I would rather go in the latter part of the draft. Cause you know, they're pretty much playoff teams year in and year out. And you're into a better situation. You probably have stability as far as your coaching staff, the players around you, there's maturity there. 100%. And, and again, if it's based on money, Again, you're probably going to lose a little bit on your signing bonus and things like that. But again, it's, you know, the way I'm understanding now, it's, you know, you're not getting that, you know, rookie, you know, guaranteed $30 million. You got to really get stuff on the back end now, right? On your second rookie contract. Because I used yep. to always be like, how is this rookie coming in and making more than, let's say, like a, a Tom Brady or an Aaron Rodgers? Or like, how are you guys making more than them when they've already established themselves and you haven't proved yourself at all? Like, yep. I don't know what Zach Wilson's. Um, is that his name from, from the Jets, Zach Wilson? Jets, yeah, Wilson? I would love to know what his contract is. You know what I mean? Um, high, I'm sure. I'm sure it's I still, high. I still think that kid's going to be good. But, I, I, you know, look, the whole thing, it puts undue pressure on you. Like, look at the Miami fan base, the Miami NFL fan base. Uh, they are torching to it. This kid's never had a chance there, and he's played relatively well. He no. doesn't have a big arm, right? No. So he's going to be pretty much a system quarterback. Correct. But, like, 
you go in that position and I mean, they're, they're, they've ran you, they ran you out of town before the end of the first year. Right. Like, and it was all like, Oh, but unfortunately, but unfortunately, and, and no disrespect to, to Tua, but the fan base and probably even certain coaches felt like there was a better quarterback out there that was picked after Tua. And I'm talking yeah. about Justin Herbert, right? Yeah. So you got to remember when, when Justin Herbert, after his junior year, if he came out, I, I, I firmly believe he would have been the number one overall pick in the draft coming out of his junior year. He decided to stay and look, he ended up going sixth overall, but he's in a, he's in a great system. You got Eckler, you got Keenan Allen, you got Mike Williams. Like, you know, you got athletes, not saying that the dolphins don't have that with Tua, but at the same time, their, their system is set up for 10 yards, 15 yards, you know, medi- you know, you know, mediocre middle passing game. You can't stretch the field. And look, like you, you, you ended up getting Will Fuller, who had four catches for 26 yards, and you paid him $10 million. So you literally made, you know, 250, whatever that is, 10 mil, 250, you know, whatever that is. But, you know, it's literally 250 per, per catch. Like you got $10 million for four catches? Like, bro, I can go out there and do that. Yeah. But you got yeah, nobody. You got nobody that can stretch the field. Preston Williams isn't there. Devontae Parker's usually eighty percent of the season is hurt. You know they had Jalen Waddle. Who listen? They threw to him. They threw to Gasecki. But it was literally an intermediate passing game. Nothing yeah. down the field. Yeah, they weren't. They weren't bombing it to to Waddle, man. I mean, it was it was a bunch of screen runs and whatnot. Look, he had a great rookie year, and I think he's going to be a star. Yeah, for the Dolphins, but. Yeah, man, the, the draft is a funny thing, man. And I, I look back and, you know, as much as we can sit here and analyze it and talk about it, you know, we both felt that Brevin Jordan went to a bad situation in Houston for himself. And ended and up playing pretty well towards the end of the year. He did great, man. Yeah. Like, look, I, I think, you know, he's established himself as the tight end in Houston, right? And as a, you know, the, I think they they feel that, you know, they got a great player. And look, you know, good for him for – going into a situation that I think everybody felt was stacked with adversity for him and performing, you know, like Brev, Brev did great. I, and again, I think he's only going to get better. If Houston can finally get a quarterback, whether it's Deshaun Watson next year, or if it's, you know, they're going to draft somebody, they, they really need to get a quarterback, but they also, you know, again, talking to an individual who played for them, like just the organizations in shambles, you know, there's not a lot to do there. The stadium's horrible yeah. from, from my understanding. Um, but again, it starts at the front office, you know, yeah. there's a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot going on as far as college football and, and, and today's society with NIL and transfer portal, it's there's like, even today, you know, you get kids that leave Miami, the Miami area, and they go other places. And now next thing you know, they're hitting a portal. And I'm sure you've seen already like Henry Parrish, you know, who went to Ole Miss, you know, he just hit the portal. Um, you know, our, our, you know, number one, Troll Romello Heights, you know, he's hit the portal. You know, th- there's just different people, but he's a hard pass for me. I, I would not t- take a chance on Romello Heights at all. And, and this is where I, I'm gonna I'm gonna compliment Mario because Mario knows what it's gonna take to get Miami back to where Miami used to be. And yeah. if it's through hard work, and, and we know how we talked the last couple of seasons about and you and you in particular how we're just not prepared. We look unprepared. We're not competitive. I feel as if we might not win these all these games, but I think we're going to put ourselves in a situation that we're going to be prepared and we're going to be competitive. And and that's the way it needs to be because, you know, the 66 to 13s and, you know, the 41 to 7s and those type of numbers there, 
I don't think we're going to see those, um, you know, anytime soon. And if they do, they do. But I just feel like Mario is going to try to get us back to what it was like when he was there. Yeah, no, look, I'm I'm 100% with you, man. I mean, and 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 it's going to be different for all of us as fans, right? Like the the whole everything about the program is is changing right now, right? And it's, you know, we're about to get real serious, man. <laughs> you know, and I think all the flashes out. I think I think um, you know, the policies around the team are going to change. Mm-hmm. You know, Mario's got a team meeting here in a few days. I think yep. the 17th the team comes back. You know, and it's it's going to get tough. I think it's going to squeeze some guys out of there, but you know, I think these guys are yearning for that at the same time, man, because yeah. already you're seeing mature decisions, right? And, and one one mature decision I want to point out, I know we're coming up on a break here, but mm-hmm. uh, Zion Nelson's decision to return, I thought that was an incredibly mature decision, right? You could have gone drafted probably fifth, sixth round, maybe seventh, maybe you go undrafted, I mean, who knows? But he realized coming back, put the work in, trust the coaches, right? Trust these O-line coaches to go and improve your stock. So uh, you guys are listening to the Can Gang Radio Show here on Sirius XM Slam Radio Channel 145. Still a ton to talk about, so stick with us. We'll be right back. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tungle by Lowen. Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker Every. What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio Sirius XM. Yeah. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, if, look, if they pick up Tua Nigga Manuela Pola too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking I'm, I'm looking at the different angles. It does, you I don't call know. him that. I call him Tunga Vailoa. Whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Nigga Manuela Pola. Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua Nigga Manuela Pola? Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuela Pola. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuela Pola. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuela Pola. Tunga Vailoa. That sounds much better that way. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. I'm here to warn you about telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Some of these scammers may say threatening things like you will be arrested if you don't make payments or provide personal information. Do not fall for these tricks. These calls are not from us. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you for information or money. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Never give the caller your personal information like your social security number or bank account, or send money in any form, cash, gift cards, wire transfers, or prepaid debit cards. Report the call to our law enforcement arm, the Office of the Inspector General at oig.ssa.gov. Share this information with your friends and family. Hola mi gente, ¿qué tal? Les saluda la diva Potra, la caballota, la reina y mi cuello. Un saludo a mi gente de Slam Radio. 
And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. chopping it up we're talking all kinds all kinds of things we're talking about the canes talking about the dolphins I mean, we can get into the heat we can get into the panthers but we're gonna stay on the on the canes topic right now is nil transfer portal and recruiting so there's a couple names that are still interesting like you know shamar stewart right Let, let's just yeah. let's throw the big name out there because i think that's the biggest name that's still left um there was something put out there that he had you know, took his uh, OV out from, from A&M right now, um, which to me speaks volumes, but he's already been at A&M a few times, so he knows what it's all about. So whether it's an OV or an unofficial, I don't think it really matters. So let me ask you this, Bird. <laughs> if you if you if, if Bird was going to do a crystal ball for Shamar Stewart. Miami. Where would you have him? Miami, baby. And don't, don't talk with your heart. Talk with your head. No, no, no. And yeah, I will talk with my head on it. So right, I've talk, got, I've got five reasons, and I actually put them out Bro, on Twitter today, right? Let's go. So first off, you know, Morio's personally recruiting this guy. Morio's one of the best recruiters in the nation, right? So I know he's going to be relentless on this guy. You know, I think he was probably the first prospect that was visited the second he took the job. I mean, he was still in his clothes from the from the press conference, uh, holding up that little tiny jersey, <laughs> and uh, and he went and he, he saw Shamar, right? So, you know, Shamar knows he's a priority to this to this program, right? Number two, Mario can speak to success with a defensive end and somebody who's in a similar profile um, as. Thibodeau is about to go in the first five picks of the draft, right? So you got you got that on you, right? And I think that's pretty compelling. Number three, the NIL money will get matched or beat here, right? From Texas A&M, from Georgia, from uh-huh. Jackson State, right? Uh-huh. So money's not a factor, right? We're going to win that battle, right? Or at least meet it. Um, number four, he starts and he makes an impact in this program the day he sets foot on campus. That's how good that kid is because he's going to, because he's physically, he's already got the body, um, you know, and he's got the same way like Leonard Taylor did. Like he's just, you know, he, he's just an imposing physical force that understands how to play the position. And so fifth, let, 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 yeah, like finish your fifth. Fifth is it's home. Yeah. It's okay. as easy as that. Listen, those, those are great. Those are great attributes and, and great points. Um, I think you team him up with a Leonard Taylor. Like obviously he'll play. And again, are we going to run a 3-4? Are we going to run a 4-3? You know, there's all these different things. It doesn't matter what you run. But in order to run a 3-4, and this is a, an area where I think potentially why I think Nesta decided to hit the portal. Mm-hmm. you got a good motor on you. You're just not big enough or strong enough, I feel like, to, to handle double teams. A 3-4 requires a defensive tackle to be stout and immovable right? Like a Jordan Davis, you know? So the individual that I, I, I'll just say it. So when I went to, when I went to the game on, on, on Sunday with, with seven, five, we were talking about Leonard Taylor and I showed him a picture and I'm like, Vince, when you came in, he's like, I was, you know, six, two, six, three, you know, three fifteen three twenty And I'm like, so look at this guy. Cause we were standing there, you know, side by side. So, so, you know, look at our heights, blah, blah, blah. Then I showed him a picture of, of Leonard and I down at, at paradise camp. And he's like, how old's that guy? I said, bro, he's 18. <laughs> he's like, there's no way. I mean, like, just straight face. And I'm like, bro, like, he only paid, played like 30-something 30, 30 snaps last year and probably had the highest rating out of everybody on the defensive line. And yeah. Vince is like, wow. So, again, when you're getting feedback like that, so you put a Vince 
you know, talking about an LT. So you put an LT in the middle, you put a, you know, Shamar Stewart. And I agree. I think he comes in right from rip and starts day one. Who's, like, who's better? Um, let yeah. me think. Let me think. Yeah. Nobody's Bueller, better. Bueller, yeah. Bueller, <laughs> Bueller. You know, I mean, look what, what you see, though, like from overall, from what Mario's doing. He's addressing the trenches. I mean, there's a couple other, you know, skill guys that he's, and you have he's to. looking and you, at. And you have like, to. He went and he looked and he goes, look, I know I'm not winning anything without winning these trenches. And he's also, he's, he's won a lot of, um, you know, come back and don't hit the portal battles as well. Yeah. So, you know, the depth is going to be there, right? Getting the kid in from, from USC, uh, Lickstein, Lickstein, um, you know, he, he's another guy who I, who I believe is going to contribute to us yeah. next year. Yeah. Nigel Lee Kelly is going to play. Uh, Cyrus Moss, probably in that, that Trent Terrace type of role where he's just – you know, where he's just kind of that utility rusher, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's not an every down player, at least at this point. Not now, now correct, not now. But he'll, he can get there, right? Um, you know, but I mean, he's just a guy you just go and say, hey, go get loose, man. So I do like Chance. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, no, I, yeah, I, like, I, I think Chance is going to surprise people. Um, yeah. And again, in the middle, like, I'm anxious to see how people like Jordan Miller, how they transition. Um, Jared Henderson Hunt, I think, you know, he kind of had a mediocre – season last year not really kind of like underperforming um he made some plays at time um but i think mario once you bring in the final pieces once you bring in the oc once you bring in the dc once you finally get like through february whatever the date is you know for signing day and you're ready to start spring ball early march right like that's going to be the telltale. And I want to know how Mario is going to set it up and, and based how he runs his program. Do you potentially, potentially, sorry, do you potentially see anybody saying, you know what? I'm gone. Oh, absolutely. I think there's, I think there's probably four or five people that are, you know, that are going to hit the portal and that's just a guess. Right. But, I do think there's going to be attrition because I think it's going to be a lot harder than it has been here over the past, you know, during the past couple of uh, administrations. Right. Um, You know, some of these guys have seen two head coaches. It's not going to, you know, it's, it's not going to be as easy like it was right. Practices are going to be hard. Um, Expectations on and off the field are going to be hard. You know, you're not going to be able to show up late for meetings. You know, you're going to, you're going to. So you're you're telling me there's going to be some accountability. Absolutely. Okay. I'm That's one thing I'm you hearing. could. We could lose every game, and I still believe that the accountability won't change. Like yeah. Mario is no nonsense, man. I mean, like that guy is like straight face, doesn't care about any of the any of the flash stuff. I mean, I think it, probably if he had his way at Oregon, they would have probably wore the same uniforms every game. Like he just probably knew going in. All right, that's what we do. Like he doesn't care about that stuff, man. I, I know when we were watching. I was listening to an interview with him, and he goes, "I don't believe in external motivation." And he, looked, he, he, was, he was on like Pack and Durham, and yeah. uh, I don't believe in external motivation. They were it was nice like, to see him on the uh, the CFP, you know, the other night. Yeah, it yeah, was, with Thibodeau. It was Thibodeau. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but I think I think Mario, he garners that respect. You know, I think there's peers out there um, that respect Mario. I, I think what Mario did, and from his playing days to his coaching days, you know, and and you hear it all the time, right? And, and I hate to say it, but listening to Nick Saban the other day going to bat for his his team, 
Like I, I kind of respected that, right? Oh hell um, yeah, bro! Like that was <laughs> that was first class. Hold on, hold on, guys, don't yeah. get up. Yeah, I these these guys aren't defined by this game. Like I was right. like, and that's the thing. Mario's learned from him, and you know I think the difference between he and and Manny, right? Like I feel Manny thought he knew it all, right? And thought I, I'm the dude, I'm the guy. You know, I think Mario is still humble where he is still consuming information mm-hmm. and, you know, he's still, you know, he's still growing as a coach and a leader. And that's so a, that's let a me big... ask you this, Bert. Let me ask you this. Yep. Just like in our jobs. Like, listen, I've been an electrician for almost 30 years. I'm still trying to learn different things, different techniques, different like things in the code. I'm sure you're still trying to adjust and learn and, and better your craft. Yeah. You know, and you've been doing it for same thing with Mario. I don't think nobody knows the right way to do everything. So again, sometimes it's, you know, um, you know, uh, OTJ, right. On the job. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just have to learn things on the job. You got to make decisions on the job. And I, and I think Mario, he has been nurtured and groomed, you know, again, through saving and through different people, you know, and, and being able to, you know, maybe call like a Jimmy or a Dennis or, or, you know, some of his former coaches and be like, Hey, what about this? What about that? What do you do here? You know, but he doesn't have that ego where I felt like Golden did, Manny did, you know, and I think he has more passion and more drive than like a coach Rick did. You know what I mean? So yeah, I think, I think we're finally getting somebody who, who can meet or check all the boxes. Yep. And, and again, I don't want to say this like as a Homer, but you played here, you blood, sweat and tears here. You won national titles here. You have a brotherhood here and that brotherhood that's going to back you because you're one of their own. Now I'm not saying like Randy didn't have that, but I think Mario just has different, like a different weight about him that like boast him compared to like a Randy Shannon. Um, I just think everything is set up for, for, for Mario to succeed, not for Mario to fail. I couldn't agree more. You know, I mean, that's that's the thing, man. I mean, you know, Randy, right? Like, we were his first head coaching job here. You know, at least Mario went out. He cut his teeth in, in mm-hmm. FIU, then went to the School of Saban, right? Which, I mean, look at all the, the only coaches who are winning national championships right now are are Saban, you know, or, are, are at least disciples. playing, or at least playing around them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, Ed O won one recently, but you know that was because he you know caught lightning in a bottle that year. Um, but he's a Miami, but he's a Miami guy, so I'll give him credit. That's right. That's right. You either come from Miami or Bama to win a championship. You know, you already know, baby. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know, then you go to Oregon, right? Which is, a, I like. Look, I, I, I respect that program big time. If that program was in, say, Los Angeles or another area of the country, like, dude, they would, they would be year in and year out. The fact that it's so remote, I think, really hurts them, man. Yeah. And it makes it, it makes it really hard. But they would be a problem if not where they were located geographically yeah um you know so then you come back and you've put all this together and you've learned right you've gone on and you've had 15 years of learning you've even coached here before right on two separate occasions even though they were small really three because you had graduate assistant then you had you know tight end coach here and then you came back for a couple weeks <laughs> you know before going to alabama so you got three just separate a couple weeks here. just a couple yeah. weeks yeah you know but you know now you've got all that behind you and you've learned so much along the way and at the same time you have a relentless work ethic, right? Where nobody's going to outwork you. Um, and then you also have, you know, not only are you a relentless recruiter, but you have authenticity, right? And you heard that about, you know, he walked into the number one recruits house in the nation, right? And, you know, he already said it, you know, hey, mama's got a BS filter. 
and she trusted Mario. And look, kid goes, she sends her kid to play there. He goes, um, and they turn him into, you know, a, a top five pick, right? Even though he could even be the top overall pick, you yep. know? Um, so, I mean, that, that means something, right? Now you add that you move back to the hotbed of recruiting in, you know, in, in the world, right? The hottest spot for, for prospects in the world. Um, you add a financial commitment uh, to the program. So you go from millionaires being your boosters to now billionaires and like, hey, sorry, millionaires, we don't need your money anymore. Um, you know, you got the the Ruiz situation, which we can touch on that in a little while. Um, but you've got him, you got, you know, the Moss brothers, uh, you know, Marcus Limonis. I mean, you got big money that's backing what's happening right here. So, you know, I mean, you could say I'm, I'm, I'm on my BS or whatever, but <laughs> look, I, I believe in what's happening here. Right. And I believe everything, yeah. you have the right recipe for success. And it doesn't mean we are not going to lose a couple that we should win along the way. Right. We got to understand that, you know, the first time we lose to somebody or the first time, you know, we go to Virginia tech and we lose a close game and maybe there was a questionable call in it. You know, you, know, you can't call for this guy's head, man. <laughs> it's going to take no. a little bit to get it right. You know, but again, you're only as good as the players that you have now. Again, I'm going to say this now. It's 2022. So your first season in 2022, you're not even getting, theoretically, your your recruiting class because you're getting like a hodgepodge. Maybe some of yours, maybe some of Manny's, blah, blah, blah. I want to see how we set up in 2024. Like I'm not going to say 2023. So I'm going to give Mario this year. And who knows? You might catch lightning in a bottle. You might, Good. again, you got to go to A&M, which is going to be a very, very tough place to play. Now, you do have – a lot of weapons on offense. You are losing Rambo. You're losing Harley. You know, but again, you know, you, you're bringing back Mallory. You got Elijah. You got Jacoby. You know, you got Brinson. You got X. You know, you got your running back, a plethora of running backs. You know, and again, if you get Henry Parrish, I'm all for that. You know, you need to have six backs. You know, look, yeah. we had two two of our the top backs go down this year. You know, Cam yeah. Harris and Don Chaney. You know, then you yeah, it, got, it got real tight back there, bro, Listen, for a little bit. <laughs> you only had three guys, right? You had you had you had uh, Rooster, you had Cody Brown, and you had Thad Franklin. I'm sure you could have sprinkled Brashard in there if you needed to, but yeah. why not take somebody? No, people want to bash Henry Parrish because he didn't come to Miami originally. And you blame him? No, I mean maybe he didn't gel with the coaching staff. But it's yeah. funny as soon as you know Kevin Smith decided to you know come to Miami as a running back coach that Henry Parrish decided to hit the portal. Like, and to me, timing's everything. Well, yeah. And at the end of the day, I don't think he's afraid of competition. I think look at Tyreek Stevenson. He didn't want to come here and play with under coach Banda. So he yeah. went to Georgia Banda left. What did he do? He came back. Yeah. Right. Sometimes players have to be able to be comfortable with who their coaches are. Maybe yeah. he didn't like coach Hickson. Maybe he just felt like, you know what? I don't gel with him. I don't vibe with him. I'm going to go somewhere else. Yeah. You know, and look, I mentioned Zion, you know, making the decision to come back. Right. But really everybody who was pressed with the decision, not named Nesta decided to come back and be a part of this thing. Right. Which I think is impressive. Right. And look, I, I don't, I don't fault Nesta for leaving. I, I think Nesta's probably going to go to Penn state. Cause I know he, he and Manny were close and that's probably a good move for, I don't for think Nesta. so. I, I, UCF, I actually, UCF's my second on it. If that's what you're about to say. I, I actually think he stays closer to home. And if not, I think he goes to an HBCU. Okay, that's that's my take. Think he's joining the uh, the Jackson uh, Jackson State train. I mean, why not? You know, why what I mean? not? Right? Why not? Yeah. yeah, I mean, look, it's gonna it's gonna be a fun program there, man. You yeah. know, like 
you know, look, I, I would love nothing more than to see, you know, see an entire conference come up to the division one and, 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 you know, be all the HBCU group yeah. schools in one group, you know, like I, I would love to see that. Cause I think it's those games, man, they're well attended. They're fun. Oh, yeah. And the brand of football is, is awesome in them, yeah. man. So. All right, well, listen, I know we're coming together against the break. You listen to the Ken Gang Radio Show here on Sirius XM, channel 145. We'll be right back. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. We are strong. We are resilient. And we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. But you I'm see, it's a bad idea to do that. I didn't Bro, cry during the talk. Good thing, good thing, you're going to be home today so nobody can see you cry. But I was fine. I didn't even cry. I was like, good. No, but the silence afterwards is enough. Oh, and then you give me that puppy look back. You give me that puppy look you have. I'm just holding it back a little. Good, good thing nobody can see crying tonight. I'm fine. Stay home, privacy of your own home, watch it on Zoom. <laughs> you, know, you can be a Richard sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with Kane Gang. On Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really get motivated when people tell me it'll never happen. That, that to me is what makes me get up in the morning and go, what's next? I love people to tell me no. I love people to tell me don't, it won't, impossible. And, uh, and the word can't is the word can. And the word don't is the word do. 
and the word won't is the word one, and in the word impossible, it's possible. So what do you tell them? You tell them, you know, you know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, on behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Slam Radio, what's up? From Enrique Santos, 2949, iHeart Latino. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. talking about people leaving people going people staying now obviously we got some good news bird gilbert fireson decided he's gonna come back three what up baby <laughs> dj ivy decided he's gonna come back okay al blade said he's coming back yeah royalty that name's royalty around here man it is you know and maybe i don't know if he comes back as a tyreek stevenson's coming back yeah it's another big one, man. Another decision that I was impressed with, man, because, yeah. you know, he had the opportunity to leave and get drafted, but he made the but decision to come back. You're going to get drafted where? Fifth round, sixth round? Yeah. Why not come back and try to at least increase your status just a yes. little bit? See, that's, at, that's the thing. At like, some point, you have to come back. When you're presented with these situations, and I look back to, to Russo going last year, right? And you say, you, you look at their situation, you say, okay, wh- you know, where, where are you going to go right now? Where, you know, where are you projected to go? Right. If you're projected to go first round without question, you go, right. Cause you can yeah. tear an ACL, you can, you know, destroy your knee. You can do any kind anything. Right. But if you're in a situation where you're looking at the second day or you're, you're even faced with the possibility of not getting picked, you come back, right. You come back. And I mean, especially, you know, with the energy and the momentum that's behind the program, you come back and you, you, you bet on yourself to improve your draft stock and put you in a, in a better position. Right. So, you know, I don't know. Can I, can I make an, uh, just a quick announcement? It's your show. Golden State's getting beat by 40 in the third quarter right now to Milwaukee. What? <laughs> like 84 to 44. <laughs> hey, I can't really make out the game, but I can make out Bobby Portis when they put, uh, the, when they put the thing on him, man. <laughs> Well, let me phrase it. I'm sorry. They're down 30, 38. <laughs> Let's go. At least there's, uh, look, hey, if there's ever a team that can make hey, a comeback, come oh my gosh. it's it's Clay and Steph, man, back there dropping uh, dropping. All I know man. is they're down 38 with nine to go in the third. So I'm, I'm anxious. So, Bird, I've been checking, uh, I've been checking uh, flights. So still haven't got, nothing's really open yet. Um huh. Southwest is still only going through September 5th. Um, <laughs> but bro, like so let's let's talk about our upcoming season. Ooh. Obviously, I think we got two we got two cupcakes, right? I think we have two cupcakes. Warm-up and then cake. and then next thing yeah, still September 5th. So on March 3rd, they will open our schedule up. So March 3rd, they'll open it up for later in the unless things change. I hate that, bro. I hate when it's the middle of the season. And the stupid SEC gets their schedule in the middle of the previous season. Yeah, 
I, I hate that so much. Like I want to be able to see, you know, look, if they've got it, we should have it as well. <laughs> you know, Gosh. but you know, the first four, right. So you know what, uh, what you're walking into, man, you, uh, Let's see. We are. We start with BCC, right? Yeah, Which is awesome, Cogman. man. I mean, you know, that's that's a great just warm up game and game to to get it right and to fine tune. And you know, you're not going to see much. You know, whoever our OC is, you're you're not going to see much from us, right? You know, we're probably going to run the ball almost all game. I think to a, a mind numbing pace, right? Um, you know, then you got Southern Miss coming in, right? So um, Frank Gore Jr. Man, is is he still there? Or is he he hit the portal yet? Uh, I'm not sure. I'd have to check. Uh, I would love to see him finish out his career here, by the way, man. You know, he's like, that kid's good, man. That kid's damn good. It's good. But yeah. So you get two games to, to kind of fine tune and then you go to the most intimidating, uh, well, one of the top five most intimidating um, atmospheres in college football mm-hmm. in Texas A&M. We're going to yell practice the night before, right? Bro. I, I'm in it. Dressed in, orange, dressed in orange and green head to toe. will be the only Canes fans there. Listen, I am definitely ready to go. Um, that game there is going to be probably one of my most anticipated games, only no. because of watching that game last year against Alabama. Now, I'm not going to say it's going to have the same type of atmosphere because it's going to be Miami, but just watching the 12th man, just it's, you know. So, and again, looking at the schedule, I would love to know our schedule because I told you about this last week. If somehow, some way, we do not play on October 8th. I think, let me pull up my calendar. I want to say it's October 8th. Maybe you know a little bit better than me. Um, calendar wise, that's January. Let me pull it up. February, March, April. So, yeah, so October October 8th is a Saturday. If Miami, by any chance, has a bye that week, we need to ride out to Dallas and go check out the Red River Shootout. Texas Fair, too. Texas State Fair, man. Look, I'm all, I'm all about that, bro. I mean, I, I absolutely am, man. <laughs> I would love just to be able to – I'm getting to that point in my life. Not that I'm old. I'll be 48. And what's today's date? 14th, 15th, something, whatever it is. Last year was the Michael Irvin birthday. Who's the uh, Who's the 48 birthday? Come on, man. Calais Campbell. Calais, that's right. Yep. Calais. Rest in peace. Um, or, uh, also, Barack Atkins, too, right? He was 48, wasn't he? Barack was, he was 98. 98. 98, okay. Spencer okay. Atkins was 48. Ah, there we go. That was, that was the Atkins I was Spencer thinking. Spencer Atkins. Ah. Um, there's another guy, too. He played at Monarch. Uh, something <laughs> oh, Smith. Oh, the tight end. No. Nope. tight end. Something nope. Smith. He was a defensive lineman. Smith. 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 Dang, um, Your ability to know this is ridiculous to me, by it's, the way. It's Smith. Uh, <laughs> I'll have to go back and check. On, on, not Andre Smith? No, something Smith. Number 48. He played defensive lineman. I know that. Um <laughs> But yeah, crazy, bro. Crazy. Uh, it's crazy. But so, so again, like I'm getting to that point. Like I said, I'm going to be 48, and the next couple of years, I really want to start doing things like and bucket lists. Like we've already said in numerous shows, like the Army Navy game and things like that. Like, but I think that's a must for me. I think next year I'm doing the Army Navy. I don't care. I'm, I'm down. So you know, right. Texas A&M this year, Clemson again, and then uh, Vatek. I'm just. I was talking about that today to somebody. You know, you got to give me Vatek on a Thursday night. Like oh yeah, give me Vatek. Listen, I'll drive up. I'll fly up on a Wednesday night. Spend spend Thursday. At, you know, going to Blacksburg, but then I'll I'll, I'll stay kind of go back to DC and spend three days over in DC. You know, just give me three days over in probably the most. I don't want to use the word iconic, 
but the most surreal. Again, I'm a huge American history person. So when you talk about like the Lincoln Memorial and the Roosevelt Memorial and the Washington Monument, the Vietnam yeah. Wall, the World War II Memorial. Like have you, been, have you been to D.C. yet? Oh, yeah, yeah. Numerous yeah, times. okay. Numerous times. Okay, yeah. I love it. I have too. I love it, bro. And you spend the whole day walking. Your feet hurt like hell after. Yeah, that's, why you hop like, on the, that's why you're an idiot. You hop on a trolley. You get like the, the bus pass. Just hop yeah. up and down the trolley. Take me here and there. But I do walk a lot. Trust me. Yeah. I do. I do. I don't mind walking. I think it's it's a phenomenal because I feel like you miss like you look at the architecture that are on those buildings. You know, you go by the FBI building. You know, you go by this is like the Holocaust Museum, the Smithsonian. Like, there's just so many things to do. But to me, I'll spend all day in Arlington. You know, it'd be awesome. I'm just looking at this calendar. What if we get Thursday, October sixth at Georgia Tech? Right, get to go up watch a game at Georgia Tech that morning. Right, or the following morning, Friday the seventh. Then we fly out to Dallas, spend Friday at the uh, at the fair there. Mm-hmm. Saturday at the game, stay the night Saturday. Come Sunday home Sunday. at a, a Cowboy game. Ooh, yeah. I mean, we could, we could. Never know. You didn't, you're right. That would catch, be that would be a pretty intense weekend. Catch a Rangers game, you know something. Yeah, I'm down for it, bro. Yeah. So if we had we had a Thursday night game on October sixth, that would be a. Uh, I, I would oh, be yeah, all over bro. that crap, man. Like, yeah. that's that's what I'm trying to get to. I mean, that's literally what I'm trying to get to. So, yeah. what else is going? What else is going on? I, I, I'm looking at Twitter every now and then. The last couple of days. Yeah. Hmm. Well, here, so here's here's something outside of college football that I want to bring up to you. These NFL coaches getting fired. Tons. Brian Brian Flores. Joke. Horrible fire. Joke. Right. He's the only thing they had going for him. Good. Instead, you keep Greer. Come on, man. So. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to preface this question to you based on a similar question. Okay. Okay. I had asked you if Manny beat Florida state and they're on a six game winning streak, (laughs) do you fire Manny? No. Okay. You're on a seven game winning streak after you just lost a seven game winning streak. If you beat Tennessee, now you're on an eight game winning streak and then you beat the Patriots on a nine game winning streak. Do you fire the playoffs? No, maybe not. Maybe not. Not not sitting at ten and ten and sit potentially. Potentially, I think they would have been some things happen. So, but but you're right. Potentially sitting in the playoffs. No, they they would have been in it with ten wins. They oh, they won. Yeah, the they, if they won out. If they yeah. won out, they were yeah. automatically right. Yeah, you you won out and you you were in right. So yeah, do you fire? Him? I B hell no. I I don't fire him as it was right. But does the team still fire him? I mean, who knows, man? Maybe maybe the owner didn't like him. You know, I, I, I there's well, nothing that explains that guy. I would say is a top ten head coach in the NFL, and they fired him. So, I look at it two ways. Look at the last couple coaches from the Dolphins. Gase. Last last three years: Adam Gase, Brian Flores, and who was it before Gase? It wasn't. It wasn't Tony. It was. Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't Tony Soprano. No, I know it's Soprano. Um, it's Soprano, but yeah, whoever it was. What's the common denominator? Did he make the playoffs? Chris Greer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. So look at your common denominator. Look who it is. Are you a are you, are you a Dolphins fan or are you just an I, NFL guy? Um, I'll watch the Dolphins only because yeah. you know it's it's a it's a home team. It's a local team. Um. Yeah. 
if I fall asleep on a Sunday, I really don't care. Um, <laughs> but you know, and, and again, like you don't take it personal when they lose, though, right? Like some people do. No, no, yeah. no, no. Because yeah. I just think the NFL—it's so hard to be consistently winning on an every week basis. Because yeah. just you—you got the best of the best, even though you might be on yep. a crappy team, you still got the best of the best. So. Yep. Yeah, yeah, watch the one-on-one matchups, man. Whenever you know, in any NFL game, man, and it's 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 mind-blowing. Like the position that the guys are in, and just how how crazy good they are, man. I mean, it's it's ridiculous, man. There's yeah. a lot of par- a lot more parity in the NFL than I think is uh, is apparent. You know, that's why you no. see these swings in it. But the other coach too today, Houston fires Cully. Like Houston I thought they, I no, but they way overperformed what we thought they were going to be. Yeah, they but won. then you, Joe Judge was fired yesterday. Like, yeah, he was awful. He was. Yeah, well, he, New York's he, awful. Yeah. Like both teams are awful. Yeah. At least the Jets look competitive the last couple of games. Yeah, they got. I, I don't say good. I say competitive. Hey, shout out! Shout out to number eight, right? Braxton, number Dude, ten. He's been killing it. <laughs> number Boy, ten. He's, he's always number eight to us, bro. <laughs> I feel you. Forget that number ten junk, bro. That man will always be number April. eight. April. <laughs> no doubt, man. But so, yeah, like all, so. All before you before you do that, real quick, before you do that, Golden State's only down twenty nine. <laughs> what did I tell you? What did I tell you? Watch, watch. You're gonna blink. You're blink your eyes. It's gonna be ten. You're gonna be like, wait a minute, what's going Listen, on? Listen, if, if you come back from a forty point deficit, I'm gonna give you mad respect. <laughs> I'm just telling you, that forty points is a lot to come back from. And you're talking about the NBA. So, so speaking of basketball, uh, don't even get me started. I was gonna wait to the. I was gonna wait to the second hour. Wait, all right. Well, we, listen, we got, we got five minutes, and then we'll, we'll get we'll into wait, it. We'll wait on that one because, yeah, because you, you know I'm going to get hot on on that Canes hoops team, man. <laughs> it's it's tough, man. It, it's tough. So okay, okay. So let's so, start it. Let's start it. We'll we'll, we'll go into the next right. hour. It's fine. Talk about. All right. Talk about so it. first of all, like yeah. even after the lap the, the the loss in Florida State, you know, I, I I'm I'm really impressed with that team, man, and the way they play, man. I mean, um. It's a new brand of basketball with them, man. They're 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 moving the ball a ton. Um, they're taking smart shots. You know, we don't have much size, which really scares me <laughs> here, right? And I think that's going to be the downfall of this team. Mm-hmm. Um, but look, I think this is a tournament team, right? I mean, you've already, you know, you're what five and one in in tournament or in ACC play right now, like. But you got big games coming up, right? You got Carolina <laughs> on Tuesday, and I think you follow back up with Florida State the following week. You do so. It's this gonna is the be see how you respond. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. how you respond in these next couple of games. You know, let, let's talk about how they go into Cameron yep. indoor stadium and they knock off the number two team. And then people were all up in arms. Oh, they're not ranked, they're not ranked. Okay. And and, and I can tell you I wasn't surprised because you really haven't beat anybody except for Duke, right? Except for like, the number two team in the nation in their house. But go on. I okay, so one game, but you know how college <laughs> basketball is. Like yeah. anybody can beat anybody, you know, it's just one of those things, but you got to prove it to yourself. Like if they would have came back and blew out or, you know, eight to 10 points at Florida state, again, going into Carolina, like I could see, Hey, you're moving in the top 20, but you can't go with a, with a, a, a big win at Duke and then follow that up with a loss to Florida state. People are going to call, call in and, and complain and say, Oh, well, the, the officiating was horrible. You know, that shouldn't have been a foul call. Yeah, it's, it's, Miami, football, it's, right? my, it's Miami, Ohio State. You don't put the game in the refs' hands, right? Like, but, correct. I think I think it was a bad call, but I'm not mad about it because you can't you you like 
It was, I said in our in our Discord chat, I said you got to hit every single free throw you get if you want to win this game. And Magussi missed two, I think, over two separate sets of free throws. You know, like, bro, you can't miss free throws in, in, in college basketball, bro, at, the, at the end of a game. You can't. And that's, you know, that's the thing, man. Um, you know, do I think it was a BS call? Yeah, I think it was a tic-tac foul. And it's definitely something that shouldn't have been called in the last minute of the game. But it is what it is. Uh-huh. You don't put it in the ref's hands. So, you yeah, it. take the loss. Um, I do think that they played really well. They played inspired. They played tough. Uh, this kid, Charlie Moore, man, uh-huh. I mean, he is uh, ice water in his veins, man. The three he hit to put us up one um, before the before the foul, like, it was a beautiful shot, man. Um, uh-huh. and, and and shout out as well on the look. Uh, God, I can't remember who grabbed that rebound. might have been uh, Anthony Lawrence. But, uh, you know, they grabbed that rebound. and Or no, it was Miller. It was Miller. Miller. Yeah, and he grabbed that rebound, and I mean, he knew to look out there, but more knew right where to stand. Yeah, um, you know, and he dropped that three. So, you know, look, I think this Kane's hoops team is for real, not for real, like Final Four for real, but like you know, Sweet Sixteen ish, right? Maybe. Like this, this team could, this team could make it happen, man. They can, you know, they can beat some teams that are in front of them, man. So, you know, but like you said, the next two games, right, at home versus North Carolina, at home versus Florida State, you need one of those two, right? Well, technically, I think you need both of them. You know, you need both yeah. of them. I mean, why not, both, right? Both don't if hurt. You but but be, if you lose both, oh yeah, you're on a three-game losing streak, and Correct. you know, ew, and 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 and, and, you, and you who we thought you were going to be. They are who we thought they were. That's right. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, we're getting ready to come up to a break here on the Ken Gang Radio Show. We got about 15 more seconds. I think Coach L is actually doing a really good job this year. I think you know, once Manny got fired and Blake got fired. He's like, man, I'm going to be next if I don't change around the program. <laughs> you know, you go on a nine-game winning streak. You know, things yeah. are starting to change. Things are starting to happen. But you're right. You, you can't go and lose the next two. You can't go on a nine-game winning streak and then start pulling the Dolphins and start going on a, on now, you know, a, a big losing streak. You can't do it. You just exactly. can't do it. Exactly. So, but anyway, we'll get into a little bit more here when we get back from break. Bird, take us a break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Can't Gang Radio Show here on Sirius XM Slam Radio, channel 145. We'll be back in just a moment. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tungle by Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker everywhere. What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio. Sirius XM. Yeah. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, if, look, if they pick up Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking. I'm, I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't. You I don't call know. him that. I call him Tunga Vilo. Whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Nigga Manuel Apola. Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua Nigga Manuel Apola. Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apola. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apola. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apola. Tunga Vailoa. That sounds much better that way. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. 
I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. I'm here to warn you about telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Some of these scammers may say threatening things like you will be arrested if you don't make payments or provide personal information. Do not fall for these tricks. These calls are not from us. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you for information or money. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Never give the caller your personal information, like your Social Security number or bank account, or send money in any form, cash, gift cards, wire transfers, or prepaid debit cards. Report the call to our law enforcement arm, the Office of the Inspector General, at oig.ssa.gov. Share this information with your friends and family. Hola mi gente, ¿qué tal? Les saluda la diva Potra, la caballota, la reina y mi cuy. Un saludo a mi gente de Slam Radio. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Hour number two, what you gonna do? We don't get on the mic. With a bunch of fools. Oh, anyway, so that was my rap. <laughs> <laughs> that was my rap. That <laughs> might have been the worst freestyle of all time, bro. Really? That was actually pretty good. It was though. pretty bad, man. It was, was pretty, pretty bad. bad. It's no worse than Jordan Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> so, my man, J-Man. Yeah, we got to get J-Man on here. Remember, remember all the bands Jay, Jay used to bring uh, up? Like, I had like, no idea who he was oh, talking about. What kind of about? music? And he's like, oh, I want, you know. You know, like. like to the limo driver. Wait, like what, slip, what slip, is slip nail in my eyes. Or yeah. I don't know what it was, bro. I listened to Day All Donuts. Like, what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. J-Man. Uh, Shout out J-Man, to the J-Man, man. though. Shout out. So, so listen. So, uh, I was going to ask you, because, again, like I said, I was looking at Twitter. Can you explain to me? Because I feel like I'm old, and, and I'm, I am, right? I'm old school. I, I do I do work social media, blah, blah, blah. Talk to me about this Twitter space crap that's going on now. <laughs> like, break it down for me, Bird. You know, what, uh, is, what is the reasoning for Twitter space? Uh, it's podcasts without the platform. So it's podcasts for, for anybody who wants to get out there and, and, and talk, right? And, uh, you know, I mean, there's... Uh, there's some uh, there's some interesting content out there, man. You know, there's there? some interesting opinions, man. Gotcha. Who who <laughs> who who does Twitter Space? Anybody who's got a Twitter account, man. How do you create a Twitter Space? Uh, I'm sure you go in there and uh, let's see if you. Uh, I don't know. I haven't tried to do one yet. So. <laughs> does anybody we know do Twitter Space? A bunch of people. Danny Boy Kane's Danny Boy Kane's got one going right now, man. DBC, DBC. So what do you? What I, do you so I did. I did first. listen when he had uh, when he had Portnoy on and uh, and Big Cat on though, man. I was I was listening. It was actually really good. Right, so how do you how do you how do you find it? Uh, you just scroll to the top of your Twitter, and they should be sitting there for you. Where? All the way at the top. I don't know. You got that Android crap, man. I'm I'm an iPhone user, man. All right, so I'm at the top. I don't see anything. Can you search? Trending, uh, entertainment, settings. Like, what, what, what do you do? What do you do? Search tw- search Twitter. What do you put? Space? Spaces? 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 Let me see. 
Twitter Spaces. Do I got to follow them? Do you follow Twitter Spaces? No. Oh. That's not how you set them up. There's a oh. there's a way to do it. I think you just got to like go in your uh, in your profile. Oh, okay. I have to, I have to kind of look into it cuz I, t- I We t- should t- do we should do one one time, man, shouldn't we? Well, I'd be all I'd be all for it. All right. Let's do it sometime. We'll set it up, man, but I think we should probably uh we should probably set it in there. So, so. Oh, yes. our our guest our guest just texted me. He's ready. Who's our to come guest? On. Who's our oh, guest familiar, this week? A familiar face, man. Who? Our baseball, our baseball insider. Oh, my boy Vic. Let's bring That's him in. Right. That's right. Today, oh, Twitter space. Schedule my basketball. Who has some good old spaces? Anybody have any spaces recently? Uh yeah. Brad had one last night. Oh, Brad had a space. How'd that go? You listen to it? I did. I listened a little bit. Was it good? Yeah. Oh, who was on there? <laughs> what, are, what are you doing with me here, man? No, I'm asking. I'm just trying, I'm trying to look and figure out how to do this t- Twitter space thing. So, well, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Kane's get on, right? Okay. Okay. That's good. Well, they, so basically what it is, is you just, you know, you have a host. I'm assuming you just have a host and then you just have a bunch of people listening to you. Can they ask questions? They can raise their hand. How do you raise your hand? Uh, you hit the button that says "request to speak." Oh, all right. I got to definitely figure out how to do that. We got to get we got to get you in, man. So you're not asking asking the, all this on the uh, I got you on the Kang Gang show. I'm just asking because <laughs> I might want to do a Twitter space, Kang Gang Twitter space. I think we should do one. Okay. Absolutely. Right, anyway, so let's uh, if if we have a guest, we'd love to have a guest on. Um, well, he just he just dropped me a message that he he's not gonna be able to pop on until next segment. So. Ah. Oh, gotcha. Probably got to drop a deuce. Who knows what he's got to do? You know? so. <laughs> <laughs> I call a man out like that. I'm just saying, man. So anyway, going back to the game, I, I was watching it. The score now is 19 um, points. Down, now down 30, down 30. Still uh, a minute and a half. Okay. 97, 67. And for three, Ooh. down 27. <laughs> Listen, you cut it to 20 going into the fourth. I think Golden State has a chance. Of course they do. It's Golden That's- State, man. With Draymond, yeah, with Draymond and Steph and Clay, you're playing, you're playing Milwaukee. You're playing with like, of course, they got a shot. ACC refs with Giannis on the floor. So, Cole, let me let me ask you, man. Let's I know you're, I know you're well. I know, I know you're well connected around the program. Okay. Who's our OC and who's our DC, man? How are we going there? Do you want me to give you exact or do you want me to give you who I think? Well, if you know exact, say exact. I I don't. I don't. Um, Nobody does, right? Like nobody has any clue. Which is. People will claim they know, but nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. And then when they do get announced, I I knew that. I I just didn't want to tell you guys. (laughs) My my, my inside source told me, but I just, I couldn't say nothing. I wasn't allowed to say anything. Yeah. I wonder if I can get Larry to tell me. Larry, ask Mario who is OC. Hey, if anybody, if anybody, would I'm, know, sure. I'm sure. It's, it's the, amigo. the amigo. Yo, shout out, shout out to the to the amigo man. And the good amigo morning, probably amigo. has more pull than anybody right now, based on his amigo does relationship with Mario. Nobody knows about all that though. No. Hey, who was the first? Who was the first radio interview that that Mario did when he came in? Uh, who, with the amigo. Who was the first general the interview period that he did when he came in? He was on Good Morning Amigo, man. That's yep. right. Yep. So so here's the deal. So since we don't have any clue and we know no listeners, nobody does other than people that are in that building that have probably, you know, cut their finger open and signed it with blood to know. Um, I'm going to guess 
at the OC, and I'm going to make an educated guess on Did it. Did not right? say Ken Dorsey. I'm going to. Oh, Here's why? The thing. Because I'm, Brian I'm a, Dable's going to get made, made an, uh, like a head coach somewhere? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You can go be the OC. You're going to make the same amount of money. You know, I know the only thing is, is do you tarnish your legacy at Miami if it doesn't work out, right? But I don't like, I don't like it. Why? Why doesn't anybody I, I like just, that, man? Look I, what he's done with Cam Newton and Josh Allen, bro. Like, you tell me that that's not attractive? No, no, I, I definitely think it's an attractive, I think it's an attractive hire. I just don't think it happens. Because well, here's he, the thing, he's right? He's the only guy who's still coaching, like why haven't you announced anybody else? But here's my thing. If Dorsey takes over as OC. Okay. And I'm just, I, I could be selfish. I could be selfish on this. So just hear me out. Say you have two great years. Two great years. Mm-hmm. You're gone. I think you have to be able to build some type of continuity and some type of chemistry long term in order to get where you want to go. Again, look at look at let's look at Clemson, Dabo and Brent Venables, long time. Bob Stoops at Oklahoma, his guys, Urban Meyer and Ryan Day and, and Luke Fickle for years. Like Alabama has guys that are sitting there for years, and and the guys that aren't there for years are guys who have been there before. You know, like look at uh, Bill O'Brien this year, like going to Alabama, took over for Sark. Like I, I just feel like at, at some point you have to create some type of continuity and I'm tired of seeing the two and three year coaching carousels. Like every time you just, you can't build a winning tradition and a winning program when you're literally having coaching carousel year in and year out. That's all I'm saying. It's all look. I I agree with you. Like, I don't want to see guys go anywhere, but what Clemson had is there's, I don't think we're going to see that again. Like it's crazy that they had it as long as they did. And it took Venables going to the only job he probably would have ever left Clemson for, which was back to Oklahoma, where he came from originally. Right. That's it was it was Morio's Miami, right? Like the only job you ever would have left for. Cause I think they think at a certain point you probably put it in your head and you say, Look, these are the jobs that I would leave for. But that's right? why you find the OC who has the same beliefs or DC that has the same beliefs that you have. This is my job. This is where I want to try to end my career at. Right. That'd be great. Like a lot of, co- well, a lot not, of coaches. Why not Dorsey? Like why, why would he leave if he came in here and had success and he's getting paid well? Like, you know, you maybe. I don't think for... they could pay him. I don't think they could pay him what Buffalo's paying him. Cause I think if, if, if Brian Dable leaves, I think Dorsey goes right to the OC spot in Buffalo. Why would you want to leave a tradition and, and, and what you have building what over you, at Buffalo? What do you make as an NFL OC though? A million? 1.5? You're not making that here as an OC. You might be making half of that. Dude, we got an eight million dollar budget for assistant coaches, which is ten assistant coaches. That money, I mean, you haven't spent much. You probably are paying two so fifty less, a year at all. But okay, so you just said you had an eight million budget. Paying more, you're probably paying seven or eight hundred thousand. So you, you said an eight million dollar budget for ten coaches. That's less than a million a year. Yeah, for the for the other for the other guys, right? But like all of them, the, like you have an eight million budget for all ten for nine coaches, right? Ten coaches, ten assistants. So again, ten assistants. So if you break that down. If you take a if you take a million dollars, right? I think you by get, eight. I think you get right. two million dollars per coordinator, up to two million per per coordinator if you needed it. Eight million divided by ten, so it's eight hundred thousand dollars annually per coach. You know, everybody's not getting eight hundred thousand dollars. Exactly. That's why you get you get two mil on each coordinator, one and a half to two million per per coordinator. That dude, look, 
I don't think it's the money for Dorsey. I think the one thing, if it's Dorsey, the one thing that holds him up is the fact of he. It's it's the same reason I don't think I'd read it ever coach here. You don't want to risk your legacy at the University of Miami. That's the only. That's the only reason I think Dorsey wouldn't 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 do. I it. mean, that's so again. So the average salary for a defensive coordinator. I'm just going by it like so. This is what's in the the SEC. Okay, is, give, give us that number. Just below nine hundred thousand. Yeah. And what does an NFL DC make on average? One point two, probably. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Tell you. I mean, but, but yeah, look, I, I think I think my math's spot on, man. I mean, you know, I think you get one and a half to two million a coordinator. So the money I think is there out of out of you know out of Buffalo. So, an NFL average offensive coordinator will be in the one million range in terms of his salary. Yeah. The first the coordinator to break the million dollar barrier for an annual salary was then Redskins coordinator Marvin Lewis in two thousand two. Wow. He was damn good there though, too. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, I, I mean I, and I've said that before. That's why I don't think Ed Reed wants a like a DC spot or you know, I don't think that's they don't want that. I mean, you know, you come in here and then your fan base just the ridicules you because you know, your, your, your players are good. You. They think they right. know better than you. Yeah. But yeah, so, so back to it though, like Dorsey makes sense to me because he's the only guy who's still coaching. Right. I, I believe he's our OC, right? So you got Dorsey, you know, running the offense and the quarterbacks, you got Brian McClendon, um, you got Kevin Smith with the running backs, right. McClendon with the wide receivers, Mirabal on the O-line. And then, you know, I think you have one of two people for tight ends. I think you either retain Steve field, right. Mm-hmm. Which, it's a good move. He's a relentless recruiter, right? He's he's a good coach. Uh, or you bring in James Coley and you move Steve Field to a. Uh, but didn't know. James Coley who who just went to um, who just took a head coaching job somewhere? What Coley? It? Jed Fish. Who's in Arizona? Jed Fish is in Arizona. Okay, so I knew one of them. Yeah, and he was the, yeah he was there he was there last year. So, but yeah, I mean, so I mean, that's the offensive side of the ball. Is as, as far as that, I mean, nothing else makes sense, man. I mean, I, I would have really loved to have seen it be Tom Herman. But, mm-hmm. you know, again, I don't think this this uh, this head coach with all these open NFL jobs, I don't think that this uh, this college carousel is done spinning, especially if Harbaugh slips into one of those jobs, man. Harbaugh slips into one of those jobs, it's going to be ca- coaching carousel all over again in, in college football. So, it's – I mean, look, it's, there's going to be a lot going on. There's going to be a lot to talk about over the next uh, – the next few months as we get into the spring ball, right? Well, I want to see again, once your hires get, and this is where I feel like your hires have to come sooner than later. You have a lot of things pertaining to um, NSD coming up. I think people want to know who they're playing for, what kind of scheme they're going to be in. I think that's very, very viable. And so sooner than later, it, it'd be nice to know. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, because I mean, look that that signing day, man. I think I think we're gonna make a splash with a lot of. We're not gonna get everybody that we're in on, but I mean, look, we are we are in on every uncommitted or open or available recruit that we possibly can be right now. And you know, eight out of ten of those guys, or four out of five of those guys, are guys in the trenches on either the defensive line or the offensive line. And mm-hmm. I think that's amazing, man. <laughs> you know, so look, we're doing the know. right things. I think you are doing the right things. I think yep. change has to come from within the program. I think yeah. Mario's got to kind of kind of take the bull by the horns and say, look, 
I don't want to see this. I don't want to see this. I don't want to have external motivations. Let's get rid of the turnover chains. You want to hang them in the lobby. You want to do um, all that. One turnover chain's gone, bro. Like yeah. I, I would be shocked if he brings it back. And honestly, like it was fun, right? I mean, I love when they play solo song when you know when somebody gets it in the stadium, right? Mm-hmm. Like we all we all feel good about it. But like it, it, it's it's really it's it's significant of a bad era in our program right it's you 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 see it now when you first saw it it was magical man like mm-hmm. nothing like it right but it what it became was memories of losing on on hallowed ground to fiu right yeah. it became you know getting your butt kicked in atlanta by alabama and you know you know showing it off up you know, uh-huh. down 30 points right like you know, there's a lot of bad memories with it right now. So, you know what? Put it off to the side, mm-hmm. right? And say, you know what? Look, I'm taking all that stuff away until we earn it, right? Or if you keep it, right? Like, you need to put some – let's let's say you do keep it. Like, it only goes out, you know, if the coach says give him the chain on the headset. I would right? love like, to see a touchdown, like a touchdown type celebration where they run over to the sideline and they break they break out all these little cups and pour a glass of cafecito and just literally push <laughs> each other and have a shot. <laughs> that would be funny, man. That's that's, that's very Miami, bro. Oh my god. What's your take on Feld, man, on, on the new strength coach? I just think that he's a beast. What time we go to break? Uh we're coming up on it right here in uh, twenty seconds. Uh yeah, he's a beast. He's an animal. He, you know, and again, who's gonna have a better mustache at the end of the year? Him or Andy? That's oh, him, for sure. Well, let's for see if sure. Andy can grow his out. So, anyway, we'll listen to the Kane Gang Radio Show. We'll be right back with our guest, Vic. <laughs> hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid. But there is hope. Reach out to someone. Connect with your friends. Stay in touch with your community. And know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. But you I'm see, it's a bad oh. idea to do that. I didn't Bro, cry during the talk. Good thing, good thing, you're going to be home today so nobody can see you cry. But I was fine. I didn't even cry. I was like, good. No, but the silence afterwards is enough. And then oh, you give me that puppy look back. You give me that puppy look you have. I'm just holding it back a little. Good thing nobody can see you crying tonight. I'm fine. Stay home, privacy of your own home, watch it on Zoom. <laughs> you, know, you can be a Richard sometimes. <laughs> good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with Kane Gang. On Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. 
As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really get motivated when people tell me it'll never happen. That, that to me is what makes me get up in the morning and go, what's next? I love people to tell me no. I love people to tell me don't, it won't, impossible. And uh, the word can't is the word can. And the word don't is the word do. And the word won't is the word one. And in the word impossible, it's possible. What do you tell them? You tell them, you know, you know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, terrible. You know, this is what it's all about. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Slam Radio, what's up? From Enrique Santos, 2949, iHeart Latino. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. talk about real quick before we get going is a couple potential leaves bird i'd hate to see t-rob leave oh yeah i don't see it happening but i would hate to see t-rob leave i mean he uh the kids played for him yeah what if he's dc man well, that's a different ball game. I think you have to take an opportunity like that by by the by the by the ball. Uh, can I say balls? <laughs> like you know, bouncing balls. You know, what I, mean? I got I got it for you, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I, I I think you have to take it. Like you just have to take it. You know, and got a huevos. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like that's that's not a demotion. That's a promotion. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. You're going from go- you're going from a coordinate like from a a position coach to a coordinator. Like yeah. you, you have to take that. But if, but you're, if you're T-Rob, where? but where? But if you're, yeah, but if you're T. Rob and, and and Saban starts calling to go on that staff there, or the national champion Georgia Bulldogs come, I mean, you know, do you say no to that if you're just coming back to coach? You know, some of the secondary here. No, it just I, I <laughs> want to know where your character is. 
Is it all about money or is it about a character? And is it about your relationship that you built with the players that you were there before? Right. So that, that tells me the character of a man. If you have an opportunity, uh, listen, and, and I know money speaks volumes, right? Because at the end of the day, you know, we're not hitting the power ball and things like that. So you want to set yourself up in a good situation. You want to set yourself up in a situation where you can provide for your family, where you can, you know, retire, you know, things like that. I'm all for that. But at the same time, there has to come a moral, ethical, you know, part of your character that says, you know what, I'm committed to being here. I didn't get fired. I want to help continue to build these kids. Like at some point, you just have to have some type of ethical values. Well, yeah. I mean, but so, so the other, the other piece with him and, you know, I don't know this for a fact, but just from being around the program and, and, and watching things with, with two eyes and listening with two ears, right. I, you know, I feel that there was a lot of tension between T Rob and the other, and some of the other coaches on the staff guys that aren't here anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so if, if you're him, right. You know, like, eh, you know, there was, there was some stuff last year that you had to fight through. Right. I think he's, you know, I, I love the fact that you still see him out there recruiting. You know, you see the picture of him in, in, in DVD, the video and the picture of him in DVD right around yesterday in the drop top. Yeah. Yep. And the drop top was, uh, was awesome, man. Um, but look, I think he may be the DC, man. I, I, I really think that they may end up having to give him that to stay. I think, I think Mario likes him. I think he's a well thought of and respected coach in the league. Um, I know he struggled a little bit at South Carolina running the, running the D, but uh-huh. you know, you were playing for a defensive head coach that I'm sure, you know, was, telling you this is how i want things done right so you know maybe moro gives him the gives him the keys and says okay jerdy you run with it you got joe salavea you got you know dvd who's going to be coaching cornerbacks who's you know probably one of the hottest recruiters in the nation right now i mean it seems you know the more time that goes on man i think the you know the the more respect he's starting to get as a as a recruiter um you know, and you got a couple more spots, right? He's been in some big SEC schools. I think he's uh-huh. pretty well connected, right? So he can fill in that linebacker spot, you know, with somebody good. And he can fill in, you know, a, a secondary, like a, a safeties coach or a secondary coach. Um, and, you know, that can really work with with DVD. So to me, I, I'm i going to call it that I think Robinson's the, the DC. I, I think it's Robinson and Dorsey. I, I listen, I wouldn't be opposed with T-Rob. He has a great a great demeanor with him. Um, he, he's he's knowledgeable. He's passionate. He knows what it takes to get people to the league. He's done that. He's worked under guys like Will Muschamp, who literally another great defensive guy. You know, sometimes these guys aren't made out to be head coaches. You know, Muschamp went from Florida to South Carolina. Like sometimes you're just made to be a coordinator. You stay a coordinator. Yeah. So 100 percent, man. So, you know, but but looking at it, right, on, on where we're at on this staff, right? And you know, more has not made it a priority to announce anybody yet. And guess what? He doesn't have to. <laughs> but you know, if, if you were to ask me, like, who do you bet is gonna be the coordinators? I got Dorsey on the offensive offensive side of the ball, and I got C Rob as the defensive coordinator. And I think that's how it's gonna break out. We'll see. We'll see. So anyway, we got a uh we got our man Vic. That's it, we got Vic. There he is. Gentlemen, it's good to see you after so much time, basically. Yeah, man. How you feeling? Everything good? I'm okay. A little bit tired, basically. You probably heard I had a nice little five-day stay at my local hospital, so. We did, okay. man. We, we were saying prayers for you, man, making sure that uh, that you came out, making sure they were treating you right down there in the Miami hospitals, man. 
No, I appreciate it. Basically, man, uh, it was it was harsh. Let me tell you something, man. It was. Uh, yep. All right. Well, it's it's good to have you back in the act. Definitely. So, Definitely. Vic. So, Vic, let's yeah. talk yeah. about. Obviously, yes, we got sir. an email. We got an email come out about this oh, yeah. annual, you know, Miami University of Miami Sports Hall of Fame banquet. Blah yes, blah sir. blah. Yes, talk sir. Talk to me a little bit about what's going on. Obviously, we're not at Jungle Island. We're going to be at the DoubleTree Miami. <laughs> Correct. Give me a little bit of input. Give me some input on what's going on with the with the uh, banquet. Now, obviously, 2021, it was postponed because of COVID. So give me a little breakdown. Tell me what's going on. Tell me what people can expect, things like that. Well, I mean, again, the great thing now about the double tree is double the space. Okay. Again, uh, I mean, obviously, Derek knows this very well, basically, because he's been there the last couple ones. Um, in essence, again, we, this allows us to end up operating a lot more space with regards to like our cocktail hour, a space where we end up like having our auction items, basically, you know, and an, an, an overall bigger space. Okay. With regards to the actual banquet hall itself. Okay. Okay. So uh, as Derek stated a couple seconds ago, basically again, because of COVID, we ended up having a delay. So we're combining both classes. Okay. So we have about like 18 inductees coming in on the football side You've got Philip Buchanan coming in. You got Kevin Williams passing through. You got Cleveland Gary passing through. You got DJ Williams coming through as well, too, basically. So, you know, it shows some promise, to be honest with you. I'm looking forward to, logistically speaking, uh, it allows us to do a lot more, to be very honest with you. Uh, It's going to be interesting, basically, in terms of 18 inductees. They're going to have to really streamline the speeches, Okay, either they better make them like five minutes a piece. Probably either that or I'm going to end up buying my entire table basically pillows, to be honest. Thank you, you and go canes. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, don't please don't. I wish, um, <laughs> but again, it's April 21st. Okay, so in essence, early bird prices up through the end of March is going to end up being 150 per person or 1200 for a regular table, it'll be 1600. For a super table, which allows us to sit right there in front of the stage, okay, as Derek has seen, basically, um, we, we we tend, as I jokingly said about a couple podcasts ago, basically, we tend to be the table that attracts the most attention and needs bail money by the end of the evening, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, why you, you got you guys in the back, right? No, actually, we had a good spot to be honest <laughs> with you. Okay, we ended up being post, and Derek knows this. We ended up basically being posted like when the uh, inductees were coming in from the side doors, we were right there. Okay, so it was a great spot. I mean, obviously, you know, Derek's going to end up basically saying, I see you, whatever jersey number it is. So, I mean, you know, (laughs) he's on the fire extinguisher, letting him walk through the smoke. (laughs) (laughs) I I got you, two seven. Come on through. (laughs) Let's just put it between between him and JD. We ra- we raised the roof quite nice. So let's put it that way. Oh so. yeah, shout out to JD the boss. Mm-hmm. Yes sir, yes sir. <laughs> so um, looking forward to I me mean, again. It's this is our premier event. Okay, it is probably the the sole purpose in terms of you know what was the origin of the hall to begin with, as far as to to recognize our inductees across the board in all sports. Uh, besides the guys that I mentioned in football, we in basketball, we got John Lee Hemsley coming through and also Jack McClinton. Okay. Yep. Uh, baseball, we got Yasmani Grandal coming through and also Jeff Alkire. Yep. I think Yasmani might not be there because he'll be involved in spring training at that time, basically. Okay. okay? But, but, um, other than that, man, it looks, it looks kicking. It really does. 
Excited. I haven't got to go to one yet. I've I've heard about them from both of you guys a bunch. So rest assured, uh, I'm going to be there this year for sure. You will. Well, I was hoping I could sit at the table with you guys, but if I got to sit at the table by myself, I will. Why, well, I'm saying, are you coming down solo? Or are you bringing the the plus one? I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring the plus one if she wants to come. What do you mean if Good. she wants to come? <laughs> she does her own thing, man. Bro, we gotta have it's a, a good thing. Thank you, <laughs> Derek. Preach this, man. Look, Ryan. I, I will say this. Well, look, you since Maria's in... there, she loves Maria. So you know, I'm, I'm I'm sure since Maria will be there, that'll that'll help, and they can you know they can do that. You're thing. you're in for a treat. I mean, honestly, oh, this yeah. is probably the biggest event that any any diehard Canes fan can go to. That again, not only are you being exposed as far as to the present classes that are coming through. Okay, but you end up having past Hall of Famers that end up coming there as well. Okay, I can, so, put, on, I can put on my Al Golden tie and walk up in there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know, good and I, can, I, I, I mean, again, the cool thing about this event, and I mean, again, not confirmed yet, but I got a pretty good feeling it's going to be the case. I'm pretty sure that Mario will definitely be there, to be honest Ooh, with you. I got to get a hold uh, of Amigo and see if Amigo wants to ride, man. That'd be fun yeah. to have Larry on there, too. Bring Frank so, down there too. The Q uh, usually goes too, right? Q so and Q Jen. and Jen will probably be there. Q, Q and nice. Jen, Q and Jen are confirmed. They're coming. Oh nice. Q and Jen oh, are nice. confirmed basically. What uh? Nice. What's, so, what's 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 when's payment got to be due so people know? End of March. It will be the early bird price. After that, basically, it increases up to one seventy five per person. Gotcha. So it's one fifty early bird, two hundred for per per. This is like per person, so. One fifty per person for a normal table, two hundred dollars per person for a super table, and right. then and the a- after it's one seventy five. And what's the super table price after after the super table price goes up to eighteen hundred? So another two hundred dollars. Okay, correct. Not too bad. No twenty five dollars per person, so two twenty five. You know, I, again, I, I've always been apprehensive about being too far up front. I mean, I, not that it bothers me. You know, I can I act like an idiot. That, that never stopped you before. That's I'm saying I can act like, I can act like an idiot anywhere. It doesn't really Co- Co- and apprehensive. I haven't heard that. In a, no, in a, in the, the, you want to talk? That's like that's like oxymoronic right there. One hundred percent. Listen, you know, I'll go I mean, over look, there this year with a with a short sleeve shirt on, tattoos everywhere, and be like, "What's up, doggy?" Well, you know, <laughs> you know what's gonna happen is he's gonna he's gonna message Vic and be like, "All right, Vic, let me see the seating chart," and he's gonna go and he's gonna say, "All right, give me table." 26 Look, right there. I don't even, listen, I don't even get, I don't even get to do that. Vic, like when we show up, Vic, I don't even know if Vic gets to pick the tables. Well, Vic knows where you like to sit though. And he'll, he'll, I'm sure listen, he's got, he's got I haven't seen that, but listen, the, the jungle, like jungle Island was different. Cause like we always had the table closest to like the, when you, when you first walk in, it's right there. But like the first table to leave as well, you know, you get caught in the middle. It's like, man, now you got to deal with all the, the old gray hair people and, all the fuddy duddies, and I'm not trying to do that, man. You know, they're staring at you and, and judging you, and like, you know, who's which, this dude? Which, which, which they do, anyways. Correct. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, let me tell you, this, and I think I told this, I told this story to a couple, but for those that are listening from you and everything, probably one of the best memories I have, and this is when Jeremy Shockey got inducted a couple years ago. Okay, and Jeremy Shockey is definitely one of the most craziest white men I've ever met, to be honest with you, okay? Now, obviously, this is a big time of event, basically pomp and circumstances, okay? All the Hall of Famers are wearing their gold jackets, including committee members, so forth and so on, dressed to the nines and everything, basically. 
you know, right before everything starts off, basically during the cocktail hour, you've got Derek and Jeremy Shockey basically comparing tattoos right there in the open floor, which oh, I yeah. thought was hilarious. I Listen, was just bro, dying laughing, man. I keep it real, man. Like, I'm not going to change for nobody. <laughs> nobody, except for maybe Maria or something, then I'll have to change. But Oh, yeah, fun. bro. <laughs> I, know, hey, I know if mama comes getting on you, bro, you're going to be like, no, 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 no. And then you're going to be like, all right. <laughs> so, um... Like I said before, I'm really excited with regards to Doubletree. Uh, on a side side note, basically, Doubletree is the site where, in essence, and I mean, since I have a tutoring group on the side, basically, my students will go to the college fair, okay, every single February, okay? And normally, that ends up accommodating like twelve or 13,000. Gotcha. Okay? So, that's just, it, it's insane, basically. So, the amount of space that you have there is really great to work with. It really okay. is. All right. You know, I'm, I'm excited for it. I mean, obviously, if we can get a good turnout, you know, obviously you got a double class coming in. You know, my only concern is, you know, if it's a seven to nine, like or I don't know how they're going to do timing with two classes, because, you know, I'm not trying to get out of there at midnight. No, that would be my only, that, that's my and, only and, concern. And it's on a, it's on a Thursday evening as well, too, to mm-hmm. be honest with you. I mean, that's just it's going to be crazy. I mean, yeah. look, traffic wise. And again, you know, Derek's been there. You know, going in there via I-95, okay, is a pain in the butt. Now, in essence, with this, it's basically right off 836, okay, which is perfect. Yeah. Okay, it's accessible by 836 or even Palmetto, which is 826. Right. Okay, which is very good. Okay, other than that, I'm I'm looking forward to it personally in the last, you know, at least couple years, basically, Jungle Island had changed management, basically, so there was a little bit of a disconnect Okay, with regards to, you know, the again, we used to, and I mean, again, Derek's been there for years. You know, we used to end up having great hors d'oeuvres that would, they would end up serving basically year to year, and that stopped for the last couple of years. You know, quality of service, so forth and so on. But again, you know, it's a great event, to be very honest with you. I mean, any type of a diehard Kane fan that's really into it, man, that's like the event to go to. Yeah. Yep. Listen, we got to go to break real quick. We'll be back. We'll chop it up. We'll finish talking about the Hall of Fame banquet. You're listening to the Kang Gang Radio Show on Sirius XM Channel 105. We'll be right back. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid. But there is hope. Reach out to someone. Connect with your friends. Stay in touch with your community. And know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. But you I'm see, it's a bad idea to do that. I didn't Bro, cry during the talk. Good thing, good thing you're going to be home today so nobody can see you cry. But I was fine. I didn't even cry. I was like, good. No, but the silence afterwards is enough. Oh, and then you give me that puppy look back. You get that puppy look you have. I'm just holding it back a little. Good thing nobody can see you cry tonight. I'm fine. 
stay home, privacy of your own home, watch it on Zoom. You, know, you can be a Richard sometimes. <laughs> Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with Kane Gang. On Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really get motivated when people tell me it'll never happen. That, that to me is what makes me get up in the morning and go, what's next? I love people to tell me no. I love people to tell me don't, it won't impossible and uh, the word can't is the word can and the word don't is the word do and the word won't is the word one and in the word impossible it's possible so what do you tell them you tell them you know, you know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger better stronger because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction see if you're always winning then you don't really understand what it is to win you, you got to take those losses you got to take those hits there's got to be the valleys the peaks the ups the downs in order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, como terrible. You know, this is what it's all about. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Slam Radio, what's up? From Enrique Santos, 2949, iHeart Latino. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. segment here bird what you got already final segment final segment oh man well look we have we haven't talked to Vic in a while man i know we're gonna we, we definitely need a couple minutes to basketball but how, how are we looking at baseball Vic? uh i mean again they just made the announcement today first pitch banquet and also fan fest was eliminated due to covid unfortunately Boo. so yeah i know the alumni game is still on Okay, okay, so that's going to end up being on February the 12th. So looking okay. forward to that, basically. Uh, again, I really – we end up having a lot of new guys that are coming in, okay, yeah. as with some of the veterans. 
Okay. I think in essence, we will do quite well this year, to be honest with you. So we had uh, Max Romero on the show with us here right after he uh, announced his, uh, his transfer in man. And, uh, Man, I'm super, super excited to get him back there behind the plate, man. I mean, he's yes. got some big shoes to fill back there yes, he for does. sure after yes, uh, he does. ADC, a- right? ADC, yep. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I mean, look, I mean, um, I know when they had their scrimmage a few weeks back, like, mm-hmm. uh, I think he hit a couple bombs, man. And, look, this guy's a home run hitter, man, just the big same time. way as, as ADC was, man. I mean, he had a he had a game at Vanderbilt we were talking to him about where he, where he cranked two out and had mm-hmm. I think eight, eight RBIs. I don't have them in front of me, but, mm-hmm. you know, he, he had a bunch, man, so – um, you know, I think him, uh, Palmquist is back, right? Yes. Um, yeah, Pre-se- which is, you know, preseason, uh, all preseason, all American, by the way. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, look, you know, that's, that's one of the most important positions in baseball is having a, a guy that can go out there and, and close it up. And I mean, I mean, what do you, what do you think about for the rest of the pitching staff, man, all the starters, how do you think we're looking over there? I think we'll be fine to be honest with you. I think in essence, again, we're going to have, Again, part of the issue going from last year is that we had some uncertainty, okay? Because we started off hot with some of our pitchers, to be honest with you, okay? Oh, yeah. Um, Things kind of cooled down, okay? Let's see what ends up happening this year, okay? There's a lot of enthusiasm to get the park back up to 100% attendance, basically, okay? Um, I think we're going to do quite well. I think we'll surprise, to be honest with you. I mean, talent-wise, I think we're like preseason ranked, like what seven or eight, somewhere okay. around there. You know, I mean, but the hilarious part about it in baseball is this: that you have so many polls. Basically, it's like you could be seven and one, twenty and another. Basically, so it's kind of hard to follow sometimes. Right, 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 sometimes. right. Yeah. Well, I'm excited because I'm 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 planning on trying to get down there. Obviously, they just read the scoreboard down there, Bird. Yes, you know? yes, on that looks beautiful. That's look that scoreboard, guys. State of the art. It is a thing of beauty. It yep. really is. I mean, how hard is it just to put something up there that's digital? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> agreed. Agreed. You know what though? I, I'm a purist with baseball. One thing I used to love about the old Joe Robbie when Marlins first went there was the was the manual scoreboard. Man, I think man, Boston's that's like you know again does it. Boston. Yeah, listen, you go to, you the know, only place that does it. Green Monster. It's yeah, awesome. Right. I mean, I love that. You know, you, you're employing people. You know what right I mean? Now. One. Thing I love I, the. Sorry. No, no, no. I was gonna say. I just say I love the fact that we had the video board up there. But that that old scoreboard, man, I just love that old school look in the outfield ball. Correct. I'm really looking forward to, you know, Dan Rakatovich now as far as being the AD. Okay. I think there's going to end up being a very aggressive pursuit with regards to the facilities themselves. Okay. Um, I know there's been talk with regards to some changes to the Hect Athletic Center. Okay. Mm-hmm. Already, basically. Um, also, at well, the same are, time, they're, as- they're doing, uh, they're, they're, I think they already started on the locker rooms. They're completely redoing Correct. the locker room. Correct. Yeah. Correct. I know they're doing a new weight room for the baseball guy, for the baseball team, basically. Uh, One thing that obviously is going to be pursued is definitely as far as the seating around the entire, I mean, it's a matter of trying to get chair backs and getting more modernized for the entire stadium, to be honest with you. Okay. Because I mean, a good portion of Mark light, you end up having, you know, cement benches, basically. I mean, please, that's you're a chiropractor's dream in those. Let's put it that way. (laughs) Right. You know, but again, Go ahead, I'm sorry. I, no, I was going to say, so the, the weight room was a gift from the Ruiz family. So you know, Ruiz being family, as close as, as you are, do you know the, the Ruiz family? I know obviously both boys played on the baseball team. Are, are, you, are you familiar with the family or anything? I I am. Okay. I am. Gotcha. How much so money what, they got? <laughs> <laughs> a lot. 
billion dollars. Twenty billion. I, 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 look. The great thing that's happening now is that you were finally getting into the big leagues with regards to allocation of resources that we can end up being much more competitive. Okay. There was too much complacency that was taking place. Okay. In previous years that again, it's look, you can throw a ticker tape parade in other towns. Okay. As far as if you want to settle for that type of record, basically or that type of performance. Okay. But at the same time for what, who, who, for who and what we are, and for the top that we have, no reason that we shouldn't be dominating or at least be more than competitive. Okay, what you, baby. You know, look, look, look at look at basketball, man. Basketball honestly is as I mean, it's yeah. like you've woken a sleeping giant. You know, it would have been ten straight if it wasn't that lousy call at the end of the game, basically against FSU. But other than that, I mean, come on, and come on to go into Duke and to win at Duke. Come on. Well, we, yeah, I mean, look, so. I mean, I'm, I'm super proud of the basketball team, even after Big the time. loss. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, I disagree that it was a foul, but I also – it's the same thing, Miami-Ohio State, you know, 2002 National Championship game. Uh, right. You don't put the game in the ref's hands. Like, it's, it's, just, no, it's exactly. as simple as that, right? Exactly. So, you know, you learn from it. You fought hard on the road. At least, you know, you didn't go in there and you get embarrassed, right? That would have that been a completely different story. Um, but, you know, like Owen and I were talking about, you got games against uh, North Carolina at home. And Florida mm-hmm. State at home in the next And then two. Florida State at home next week. So, yeah. Yeah. So, out of those two games, right, to really, like, make this push for the tournament, you got to win one of them at least. If you lose both, lose both, you're in a bad spot because now you've lost three in a row. You win both, you're right back where you were because you only lost one on a, at the end on a questionable call. I mean, so, the, go ahead. No, it's just, you know, it's, it's just encouraging to see Coach L really getting some fight really getting the spirit out of these guys. Uh, Charlie Moore, man. I mean, I, I love Charlie Moore, is, play. Charlie Moore is straight at pit bull. I'll tell you that oh, right now, man. Dude, that guy is. Man. Yeah. You know, and looks, I mean, Zay Wong's been playing well. And, and you know, the, the other guy is, is the Draymond Green of this team, as I like to think of him, and, and mm-hmm. Wardenburg, right? He could score mm-hmm. six points, but he does so much to help you win out there, man. Yeah, but the way he sets screens. Miller, too. Not Miller. Uh, who's Jordan, Jordan, George Jordan Miller. Jordan Miller. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. um, he hit sometimes, some big shots at Florida State, man. He sometimes was... he just looks so unorthodox, you know. Well, sometimes lefties just like when you watch like Chris Mullen yeah. like shooting the ball, <laughs> it's like fluid, right? Like yeah. I don't know what it is about lefties, but sometimes they just look so unorthodox. You know, it's the what's, what's the point guard's name in Phoenix that uh, the backup point guard? I think he's like number fifteen. Dude has the most ugly shot in the NBA, man. Cameron, that not Cameron. Uh, <laughs> campaign. That's campaign. it. Campaign. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> that dude well, has the ugliest jump shot I've ever seen in my time. They're life. lefties, man. It just, it, yeah. it's, I don't know my, what it is. It's just hard for me no, to. Lefties struggle. My kid's a lefty, bro. Like watching her sometimes, like try to eat at a restaurant. Like, you know, like, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, just, it's a right handed world, man. It really yeah. is. <laughs> Gosh, oh, man. man. Well, check this, man. I mean, obviously, we got the we got the, the banquet coming up. We got spring ball coming up. We got National Signing Day coming up. We're still 200-something days away from our first game. I don't know the exact number, but like, there's a lot to be excited about. Baseball oh, should I have agree. a top, you know, a really good program. Basketball is doing really well. You know, I don't know what's going to happen with track and field and soccer. I don't really give two, you know, rats, you know, behoots about that. But at the same time, <laughs> I'm going to support them. I'm going to root them, you know what I mean? But like, if, like we're gonna, if we're going to cover it, let's cover it. You know what I mean? Let's let's do it yeah. all. Let's cover them all. You know, let's root on. Let's cheer. Let's not be naysayers. You know, if they win, they win. If they lose, they lose. Let's just continue to be positive and you know be able to support without criticism. 
Co, if you could add two sports, what are you adding? Softball and men's soccer. Heck yeah, bro. Oh, you do? Why can't we make that? Yeah, of course. We've said it before. So I know he, it's kind he, of a loaded he, question. He, Vic, Derek what do you think? My, he read my mind. Derek oh, read my, my mind. God. How yeah. does how do does the University of Miami, really one of the soccer epicenters of the world, not have a men's soccer program? And softball, too. Dude, that softball tournament with the ladies, man, like every year that thing is crazy. I man. would I mean, look, it, it would be great to have it right there at the light. It's something that's been talked yeah. about basically as well. That's easy. You know? I mean, basically you put a look, you put a temporary fence in the outfield and you just move the bags in. And basically it, it's, a, it's a done deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, I mean, now the club that we have it as a club, but hockey. Okay, I don't know if you guys have ever been to like yeah. one of the UM hockey games. Basically, that's it's really Interboro, cool right? Stuff. Yeah, I think it's hilarious yeah. that we have a hockey team because I didn't know whether it was an actual like NCAA team. I come to find out, I asked the question, and they're like, "Oh yeah, it's an intramural team." But yeah. I was always seeing these Miami hockey jerseys coming out. I'm like, "What the hell? We have a hockey team? Like, I want to go!" Like, no, and, dude, and, we... dude, and those UM hockey jerseys are fresh, man. Seriously. Oh, I know, I know. It's like I just want to go there and see a bunch of like Cuban American hockey players like out there like slugging it out <laughs> with these guys. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be the greatest thing in the world, man. Like, they're sucking down cafecito before the game, man, and they get out there and they're scrapping, and they're fighting, like be the greatest thing ever to see man you know they got cafecito and croquetas yeah that's right and yeah. pastelinos yeah Just... pastelinos <laughs> some guava you know like uh, all that good stuff bro <laughs> i love it crazy oh, man i i so, expect i expect both north carolina and fsu games to be really well attended next week to be honest with you remember students are also coming back next week as well too so oh that'll help it all oh, depends yeah. on how they're gonna handle you know, this threat that was, you know, kind of thrown out there last the other day about the shooting up of the school. Like, I'm sure you guys heard about that. Yes. Right? yes and then I all did. of a sudden, then the kid gets arrested, but then he bonds out the next morning before he goes in front of a judge. Like, that's crazy. Like, you literally have domestic terrorism, you know, and if I'm not mistaken, email Canesware. I don't know why he would email Canesware. Uh, but, yes, he did. Yes, he did. You know, yeah. but. That's just the way society is, man. I, I, you know, I have talked to a lot of people that says, if I don't have to go to campus, I ain't going to campus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but the thing is, the- is, we live in a world. I'm sorry, but give me, give me one second. No, 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 go, 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 over go. to you. But we live in a world where you don't, you're not when, it, when that kind of thing happens, you're not going to get a heads up. So you need to. You live in a world where you need to be, where you keep your eyes open, right? right. And you know, you just need to be aware of things, right? And. um you know, you're not going to be able to stop something like that when it happens. You just, all you got to make sure is that you react and you protect your family and you protect mm-hmm. anybody else around you that you can and you be smart and you be calculated. You don't do anything, you know, you don't try to be a hero, but at the same time, you do whatever you can to, you know, to neutralize it, right? And, you know, that's, that's really all you can do, man. So I don't think you can stay away from campus, but I guarantee everybody on campus has seen that kid's picture. If that kid goes anywhere near campus, man, it's, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be over pretty quick. Correct. So I'm sorry, Vic. What was your what was your thought? Man? No, no. Well, the first remember something through the beginning of next week through the end of January, uh, it's going to be online learning basically. Okay. okay. I mean, again, they're not going to be physically on campus matriculating, so to speak. Okay, but at the same time, basically, at least like students will be in the area, so to speak. So yeah. yeah. I don't so, know. Go ahead. We Vic, got a couple more minutes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We got we got five five more minutes until we're over. But uh, Ooh. Vic Ooh. wanted to wanted to ask you a question, man, because you know it's the, the, probably the hottest thing. What's your take on Mario coming back? Oh God, please look. It's he, Mario's the real deal, plain and simple. Yeah. 
You know, yeah. I, one thing, because people, so many people asked me with regards to either calling me or texting me, asking me, you know, how soon, so forth and so on. I'm like, look, Mario, in essence, was in the plans technically after North Carolina, to be honest with you. I mean, that's yeah. about as, as soon as that, that, that was going to end up taking place. You know, when, I, when, I, when I, Manny I, was out there in that picture of him by himself. <laughs> pretty much. Back out to the field after that loss. I, I love, you know, the one thing I, and I'll say this openly, I, I love some of, and I understand where the concept comes into play, where in essence, you're, you're basically hunting after Mario. Literally, you still have Manny there on staff. Okay. So I know that some people were critical about that and including Manny was, but I'm like thinking Manny, uh, let's see, you did Temple dirty the same way as well too. Uh, let's not go there. Yeah, and it was okay, really only national simple. media, man. I mean, you know, Correct. look, you, you 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 look at it like this, right? You um, you have a head coach, right, who had a good second half of the year, right? Whether Correct. people like it or not, right, and was probably that win in Florida State, a fourth and fourteen away from keeping his job. Correct. You know, you don't fire him just to just to fire him. You fire him once you have assurances that you have an upgrade in place, Correct. right? And if you do fire him and you don't have that upgrade into place and you get stuck you know, hiring somebody else, you're not going to fire that other person if Mario becomes available the next year. So Correct. it's either we retain Manny and we run forth and we give him an opportunity to fix it. But if he doesn't, we're going to make a very clear push the following year for Mario. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's really the only way you can, you can play it. So I don't, I don't fault him. I mean, look, Manny, Manny makes millions of dollars a year. I think, I think Manny wanted to win here. Right. But you know, um, he should have gone to a G five school learned correct exactly yeah and then you come back when the miami job opens up right I, so, yeah and, and derek knows this because i've talked about him as well aside about this part of what has bothered me throughout this entire situation was the lack of due diligence that yeah. we did not do as far as to end up looking for a coach to begin yeah. with okay and, uh, and let's and they could let's be realistic guys this has been the case for you know how many of the other previous coaching changes same situation yeah. Same situation. Which, it's probably ultimately the main thing that sat up that that stood out in people's minds with with Blake's dismissal. Correct, and, and I'll you be know? honest with you, that was key. You know, mm -hmm. I I will say this openly because I worked with Blake both indirectly and indirectly. You know, via the hall. Okay, I'm. You know, I was part of me. Obviously, was sad to see him go. He was very instrumental, basically, with help. And, you know, some of our tournaments and some of our events during the year, basically, you know, great, you know, relationship that we ended up having with UM Athletics, okay, over the years, okay, but at the same time, something finally had to give, it had to, Yep. it had to give. Well, the other thing that's got to give is the time that we have here on the show. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> that's where, uh, that's where we are these times. Closing time. Bro. That's a good one. We need that. We need that tune. But yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, we got about you know less than a minute to go, and but there's a lot of things happening, man. A lot of positive things, and, and that's what I like to see. You know, you got a good coach, um, you know, and Mario Cristobal. You got a good support system. You got good coaches underneath him. We'll wait to see who the OC is and DC is. You know, basketball is doing their thing. Baseball is getting ready to start up. So for all you Kane fans out there who are just strictly football. Get your tails out. Go to the Watts Center. You know, watch some basketball. Go down to the light. Watch some baseball. You know, and, and again, I don't care if you want to go down to the pool and watch the swimming team. Get out there and support all, all aspects of the show. 
Uh, until next week, it's your boy DC. You got Bird. Thanks, special guest for Vic joining us. And uh, Bird, take us home. All right. Thanks for listening to the Kane Gang Radio Show. We'll catch you all again here next week. Go Canes. Thanks.